I love the honesty and bravery of Kelly to let people know his struggles in life. Even an all-star NHL goalie can have mental health issues. I love this conversation that we're having because it's real. Caitlin's the rock star. She's the one that mm -hmm. got me down this path to share. And uh, I was so pleasantly surprised that she found only uh, support and love. We need to be loud and continue to share our stories. People need to get the help they need. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It sure is. Good morning, Canada and Canadian sports fans around the world. Welcome to the RP Show. Don't mind me. I'm just tweeting the links to the show today. A very exciting day. It is episode number 700 of the RP Show. We do indeed have a live studio audience, and I love these guys already because they're just sitting there. They're just watching we got a few photos ahead of time, but uh, the Moose, Darren DuPont, is here, and we're, the doors are open here at the Great Eagle Events Center. Um, it's been a work in progress. It's been a work in progress, uh, this coming together. We, I said we're going to have Riders and Stamps alumni down here. Sheldon Nasty Napasta qualifies as both. <laughs> and there's a heck of a story about Sheldon Napastic that you probably don't know, Darren, because you're too young. Do you yeah. know the story about Sheldon Napastic? I don't know. Rough Riders alumni from North Battleford. Just hang on. I'll get to that story in a second. Okay. Uh, he's coming on. The newest head coach of the, or assistant coach in the CFL, Tanya Walter of the BC Lions, the first ever CFL female coach. Tanya Walter is going to be with us in hour one. And former Saskatchewan Rough Rider defensive lineman Jonathan Woodard, who just signed with the Kansas City Chiefs, will be with us in hour two. That's when Nasty Napastic is going to be with us as well. I'm very excited to chat with Jonathan Woodard, by the way. He is a baller, and he had some very interesting things to say on social media about the quality of play in the CFL. I don't know if you saw that or if you follow him at all, but it was a very um, interesting thing that he had to say. So that's all coming up. Moose, I'm so happy. <laughs> he brought Tim Horton's birthday cake, Tim Bits, and he said, these are special. This are just for you and me. He said, everybody else can have the donuts that are over there, but we're doing Tim's, Moose and I, because I've had a very stressful morning today, things that I can't literally divulge on a national broadcast. I can't, but it's, I've been a little out of sorts. Yeah. I mean, you've helped me with that. So it's been quite a day. Um, before we hit the quick six show horn, we spent most of the last yeah, three years together, but last <laughs> night we were separate you yeah. were out in Banff, you were doing a business call, and I want to say this, I was in uh, Canmore, beautiful Canmore, Alberta, and I've never spent much time there. Yeah. My buddy Jimmy DeCone, he's probably watching right now, his son plays for the Canmore Eagles, my cousin's kid Ethan plays for the Eagles, so we went out to watch the game, and I, can I just say this, a couple things, you've noticed that I've been in a really good mood all week, and it's, it started with going to the Flames game Tuesday night, seeing all our friends, getting out, getting some fresh air. And it's just been good. Be, being social, which isn't normally my thing, but yeah. it's been good. That hockey game last night, I was so impressed. I don't know if it was a one-off. I don't know if that's an AJHL thing versus what I'm used to, the Saskatchewan Junior League, but the Alberta Junior League. That game last night, when I would say old-time hockey, it wasn't cheap shots or brawling. It was just tough hockey. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, it was the kind of hockey that I enjoyed. And I said to Jimmy, I'll be back out here. Coaches Andrew Milne, um, former Swift Current Bronco. And I just want to tell you, I had a great time last night. So It looked like it. We saw it on our social feeds. It looked like a great time. We yeah. even caught some of the guys sticking them in the, in the face. Like, they were intense. Well, I was so happy. 
so much was going on in the game. So I, I took the phone and I put it on the Rod Peterson Show Instagram story. And I said, I haven't been in a junior game this rough since 1987. And then I'm like, I hope something happens here that I can film to, to back up my statement. And then a guy got cross-checked in the face minutes later. Yeah. Awesome. No penalty. There was no penalty Just on that let play. him go. Just let it. him go. And I should have said, eh, junior A game. I've seen major junior games rougher, but it was just a fantastic time. And as we were walking through downtown Canmore, Jimmy said to me, have you ever, ever been here? And I said, you know what? We came here in the 2000s and we skated on an outdoor rink. Not even outdoor rink, on the lake yeah. in the midst of the mountains and the fir trees. And I said, Jimmy... I caught my, my, I was skating with the Regina Pats and I caught my skate in a rut on the ice. That always happens in an outdoor rink with me. And I went down and landed on my hand. I was holding my hockey stick and I broke my hand. I split my hand right in half. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah, I'd like to say that was the last time I ever played <laughs> on an outdoor ice. It wasn't, dummy. So anyways, it was, that was the last time in Canmore till last night. So thank you, Canmore. We'll be out and about. Okay, can you hit the quick six show horn, please? Director Jordan. <laughs> Reason, thank you. As you notice by our guest list, there's a lot of football, but it's all topics here in the warm-up live from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. So number one, we open with the NHL. Cole Caulfield forced overtime with 8.7 seconds to go in regulation and then scored the winner in overtime to help the Montreal Canadiens snap a 10-game slide. They beat the Blues 3-2. Garnet Hathaway scored two goals in a span of less than two minutes late in the third, and the Capitals rallied to beat Philly 5-3. In New York, no Noah Dobson and Matthew Barzal had score, each uh, scored and had a helper helping the Isles snap a three-game slide, beating Boston 4-1. Taylor Hall scored for the Bruins, who've lost four of their last five. By the way, I had a lot of reaction out of New York yesterday regarding Kelly Rudy's interview. I think of him as a king. New York thinks of him as an islander, just so you know. Yeah. Far more reaction out of uh, my friends in New York than L.A. Go figure. Also in New York, Pius Suter scored the winner in the sixth round of the shootout. Thomas Grice made 37 saves as Detroit beat the Rangers 3-2. Hey, the Leafs played last night, don't you know? Morgan Riley and Austin Matthews each had a goal and a helper. Jack Campbell made 45 saves to lead Toronto past Pittsburgh 4-1. Austin Watson scored the tiebreaker in the third period for Ottawa in a 3-1 win over Buffalo. Uh, Red-hot Patrick Laine. Scored a Hattie. Columbus beat Chicago 7-4, but who doesn't beat Chicago? Winnipeg Jets are winning. Josh Morrissey scored the tie-breaking goal with 6-10 to go in the third. The Jets beat Seattle 5-3. In Edmonton, Neon Leon scored twice. Edmonton routed Anaheim 7-3, and the orders remain unbeaten under Jay Woodcroft. And finally, JT Miller scored with 221 remaining in overtime after Vancouver allowed a tying goal in the second, uh, final second of regulation, the Canucks beat San Jose 5-4. That's the NHL story. Seattle's here in Calgary tomorrow night, but I won't be at the game. I'll be in Red Deer broadcasting the Rebels on the ice. Can't wait. Have you decided what you're doing tomorrow night? Did I invite you to go to Red Deer? If not, I'm no. officially uh, <laughs> asking you now. Um, we'll see. There's okay. a lot going on. So the Flames game, there's that, and... Uh, yeah, we'll figure it out. Bob's your uncle. Yeah. There's just so much to do. I know. By the way, a lot of time for the warm-up here today, and I'm going to get into the football now. 40 full minutes of the warm-up before we bring in Tanya Walter of the BC Lions. I'm wondering if any but the, anybody but the football people care about this. The USFL draft goes February 22nd. That's Tuesday. For whatever reason, I thought it was today. So I Googled it, did some work on it. 
Using a lottery, the United States Football League determined the first-round draft order. The Michigan Panthers, coached by former Titans and Rams head coach Jeff Fisher, won the first overall pick. Here's how the rest of the draft will play out. There's only eight teams, okay? This is for the football people, and just if you don't care about it, keep listening. Number one, Michigan Panthers. Number two, Tampa Bay Bandits. Number three, Philadelphia Stars. Number four, New Jersey Generals. Number five, the Houston Gamblers. Number five, the Birmingham Stallions. Number seven, the Pittsburgh Maulers. And number eight, the New Orleans Breakers. And the story that I read, Moose, says Jeff Fisher's NFL teams drafted several future stars during his 25 years as a head coach. Among players Fisher's team selected in the first round include Steve McNair, Eddie George, Chris Johnson, Todd Gurley, Javon Kurse, and Aaron Donald. Does anybody care about the USFL draft? So, hands up, I guess this, this won't be the poll question, but did you just learn the draft order for the USFL, or did you just learn the eight teams that are in the USFL? Both! I'm the latter, yeah. I'm both. I mean, it was just, I was listening, oh, there's a team in Tampa? Oh, there's a team here? So I learned about that. Um, We'll see after the draft. If I know any of the names of the players that get drafted, maybe I'll be interested. Mm-hmm. We'll see where it goes. Will you watch? Because they're playing this spring, you know. Yeah. I think it's April 16th they kick off. I don't know. As of right now, I would probably, I would be betting on probably I won't be watching. Really? Yeah. Well, as you would say, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. But if, there, if there's some players here and some intrigue that this is going to draw me to the TV, then yeah. I'm interested in it. And I don't typify myself as a football guy although the football people do. But here's the difference between a fledgling upstart football league versus, let's say, a fledgling upstart minor pro hockey league. Let's say the Southern Pro Hockey League, the SPHL. The hockey people would say this. News comes across, new minor league to start in southeastern United States. The hockey people would go, good for them. Hope it works. From the same news service, fledgling football, upstart league to start in the United States. It'll never work. It's a joke. It'll never work. That's the football people. Right. That's the difference. And trust me, I know. (laughs) Been around them for a long time. Moving on to point three. Actually, that might be a good poll question because we didn't have a poll question. I'm going to put that out to you, the Rod Squad, what you think would be a good poll question. We did the Olympics yesterday. We did the orders the day before that. Will you be watching the USFL when it kicks off in April? That might be a, a decent football Friday for Flame Tech question. Yeah. That's not bad. I would vote yes, and clearly you would vote no. I'd vote no. Yeah. Wow. I'm not saying that needs to be it. You tell me if you have a better poll question. We'll wait until the first break before we post it for Capital Auto Mall Universal Collision Center with dealerships across the prairies. Sure. 2.3. The Edmonton Elks released linebacker Malik Clements and offensive lineman Jahair Jones on Thursday. Both players are Americans. Now listen up for a second. Clements had 11 tackles in 11 games with the Elks last year. His first in the CFL. Jahair Jones leaves Edmonton without having taken part in any games with the club. So that reminds me a little bit of Derek Moncrief when he signed with the Raiders and then got released by the Raiders. This isn't just an Edmonton thing. But Edmonton, you get ready for the Chris Jones show. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like the 114 players that set a CFL record when he was with the Rough Riders in 2016, that might be light <laughs> compared to what Jones does. And the thi- I'll, I'll sit here, stare at the ceiling of my bedroom here at Gray Eagle and think about these things. 
Edmonton thinks they knew what they had with Chris Jones the last time he was there. And it was a great cop in 2015. Yeah. But he didn't have the keys to the castle. Ed Hervey had the keys to the castle. Ed Hervey had to let Chris Jones into the castle. Right. And now Jones has the keys to the castle. Like, we got to get let in here every morning. It was the same thing. That's Ed Hervey waiting at the door every day. Morning, Chris. Morning, Ed. See, you said these guys should give us a key here because we're yeah, here I for said five weeks morning. every day. Well, doing that metaphor, if we had a key, all these TVs would be changed to us. It'd be redecorated. They wouldn't even recognize the place when they came in in the morning. True that. And it's probably that? going to be the same in Edmonton. You're going to look at this team and this organization and the roster and whoever's managing the salary cap and managing, you know, player stipends and meals and travel is going to be like, I don't recognize my job anymore. Of course. So, yeah, this is just the beginning. We'll, we'll see where it goes. And, and you can be sure that it's going to turn into more success in the field. I mean, it can't get a lot worse than it was last year. But uh, it's going to be entertaining. and It's going to be must follow. I got one. Okay. This could be a poll question, too. I was talking to a football guy yesterday as I was driving out to beautiful Canmore, Alberta for an hour. Really helps pass the time. You like to do that, don't you, when yeah. you're driving? You like to talk on the phone. I don't normally, but this guy's a pretty good friend of mine. And uh, he thinks the Edmonton Elks will finish ahead of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders this year. He says Winnipeg's a runaway, number one. Okay. And he was kind of ranking where we're at. Now, mindful of the fact that it's February 18th, last I checked, he says Edmonton will finish ahead of Saskatchewan. This guy worked in the league for quite a long time. And does that even matter? Like, it, it doesn't actually matter, I don't think. What matters is who's playing in the Grey Cup at the end. Right. right? <sighs> yeah, and it makes me think of that question um, because I think we can take BC out. I mean, it's probably the least of the, of the four. But wh- Agreed. Who would you least like to see? And it's a, it's a poll question for Ryder fans, but who would you least like to see in your stadium in the Grey Cup? Winnipeg, Calgary, Edmonton. Ooh, that's a good one. Right? You can put BC in there too. But who would you least like to see in your dressing room, in your, in your building, if the Riders can't be in the Grey Cup? I think it might be Edmonton because I don't think they could handle Chris yeah, Jones. A, going that's back a good one. That's a, really, that's a really good one. Uh, let me think about that for a second. Uh, and I'm looking at the comments from the viewers here. YouTube live to Kona Pally in Winnipeg says, Rod, are you calling the ice game this weekend? Yes or no? It's a yes. Do you think it's changed? I've been saying it all week. Brian Biggie Munns and I will be at the microphone for the Winnipeg ice game on 1290 AM Winnipeg on Saturday night. Stop asking. Ryland watching in Seattle says, if the Elks finish ahead of the riders, I'll eat my shoe. How about that? that? There's so many moving parts. Do we even know who Edmonton's first uh, game starting quarterback will be? Right. I feel like we don't know that. Corey Grismer watching on YouTube says, ABC, anyone but Calgary. That works out perfect. We'll we'll title it, Poll for Rider Fans. Who do you least want to see? How would you word that? Who do you least want to see? Yeah, who would you least want to see? Because they expect themselves are going to be in the great yeah. so it'd be hard to answer. It's a, it's a wordy poll question. It's a very wordy poll question. Somebody know. What would drive you the most nuts? Can somebody help us out with the wording of this? Yeah. 
John Ohm's watching in Winnipeg. He says, flip a coin on Edmonton and Winnipeg in the Ryder dressing room. That's the thing. They couldn't handle either one. Imagine Jones. Dicky, get your stuff out of my office. Where's Murph? Oh, did you imagine? How about that? <laughs> you know, in, in Calgary, if, if Bo was in there, right? <laughs> Sitting in Fajardo's stall. would walk in like Conor McGregor. Where's Cody's locker? Right. Clear it out. Stuff in garbage bags up front. You know, and then Winnipeg. You got Zach back in the Ryder locker room leading the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. In Cracking the a pill. Yeah. It's just great Western original 16. What am I thinking? But you know what? Like, <laughs> I know. Uh, but like, I'm a Ryder fan. So like, this is what fans do. We sit here and we, we gnaw at this stuff, right? Because it's like, we, we, we don't get to the Grey Cup that often. So we just assume somebody else is going to be in it. Fair. That would have been a question in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Regarding the United States Football League, Jason's watching in Red Deer. He says, will it be available to watch here in Canada? Maybe a bigger question. Darren watching in Salt Lake City says the games will be on Fox and NBC in the States. So if you get those stations, you can watch. Shoot, I watched the fan-controlled football league on Twitch. It had 40,000 viewers. You know know what I mean? So get with it. Okay, we're just halfway through the warm-up. We'll continue all of this fun talk when we come back. It is our 700th episode. We're live from the Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. And you're watching on Game Plus, YouTube Live and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.